Good morning and welcome into the Wealth Guardians radio program. Thank you for tuning in once again this weekend. And uh, Bryce Payne is uh, with me again as normal, working the board over here. And uh, we're about ready to, I think, have a really good show for you. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, everybody else out there. We, Of course, we have a good show for them. That's what we do, Doug. Absolutely. So uh, before we get going, let's, uh, as always, give a great uh, thank you to uh, our veterans, our uh, active duty force, our first responders, and uh, just can't tell you enough how much we appreciate what you do for us. The uh, sweat and blood of the country. So thank you very much, folks. And Doug, let's also give a a sentimental shout out, uh, best wishes to uh, one of uh, your favorite sports athletes out there who might be in need of a little uh, best wishes going his way tiger yeah yeah sad news this week uh you know, tiger was involved in a pretty nasty automobile accident and uh did some major damage to his right leg it sounds like we'll uh, be praying for his recovery absolutely T- uh, tough to see if if his career ends it ends like that i was really hoping to see him uh take a few more uh wins out there and get to uh, get close to jack but yeah, uh, yeah not sure if that's going to be in the cards now unfortunately what does uh what makes god laugh doug when <laughs> when man makes plans yeah exactly for sure all right well you know uh it's been uh what about uh, almost two weeks since uh rush limbaugh passed away has it been two weeks already Pretty close to it, and it's the first time on this show we've had a chance to uh, say anything about it. And I would feel remiss if if I didn't, because he was such an icon in the radio business. Uh, In fact, uh, I truly believe it wasn't for him, you wouldn't have an AM station out there anymore. In fact, I heard this, and I wasn't aware of it, but apparently... European automakers don't even put AM radios in cars anymore because there's no AM stations. Is that right? In Europe, yeah. I did not know that. But uh, Rush was the king. I mean, there's no doubt. I'll never forget. It was probably 1990. So I was a year or two after he got uh, became uh, nationally syndicated. Uh, talking to my mom, and she says, have you heard this guy Rush Limbaugh? And I said, Rush who? No, I haven't. So I tuned in, I listened to him, and, uh, you know, I listened uh, pretty much on and off uh, over the years. And, uh, you know, honestly, had it not been for Rush, none of us behind this mic, whether you're a financial advisor, uh, an attorney, a uh, well, whoever you are real that estate, has a radio show, estate, yep. we wouldn't be here had it not been for Rush Limbaugh. I, I think that's absolutely true. Uh, he uh, he did. A lot of people have come after him, or you know, since, but they've never mastered what he what he mastered. He was able to uh, grab your attention and, uh, like you say, keep AM radio alive and keep people entertained or interested in what he was saying. Was he controversial? Yeah, he was. Without a doubt. Uh, He said some things that uh, even as conservative as I am, I don't agree with. But uh, you have to take your hat off to to, to what he accomplished over the years. And I'll never forget my wife, when she first heard him, she thought he was such a pompous, arrogant, you know what. And uh, I said, give him a chance. You know, he always says, you got to listen to me for six weeks. Give me six weeks and you'll be hooked. Well, she did listen to him, and, and she, she, she came around. Mm-hmm. She realized his 
his arrogance was was a show and uh you know people that actually knew him have said he's exactly the opposite the most caring and giving person that they ever knew so mm-hmm. rest in peace mr limbaugh there we go we in fact we're going to tie the trivia question into uh him and his show here uh, at the end of the first segment doug uh, that sounds cool i always love your trivia you come up with some good stuff. Bryce, let's talk market. We haven't talked market in a while. We um, haven't, and the market is doing some things. Been kind of squishy. Um, I guess this coming week, folks, you're going to be getting your statements in the mail, your February statements. And, um, you know, uh, right now we've we've had a pullback. We're not in correction territory yet. 10% down is defined as correction. 20% down is bear. That's the terminology. We're currently uh, on the NASDAQ uh, as of this broadcast down around 6%, the S&P down around 4%. Uh, but we're seeing a bit of a rotation out of some of the high-flying uh, tech stocks that did so well because of the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, more rotation into the more of the cyclical type stocks that uh, you would associate with uh, growing and get, gaining steam from a stronger and stronger economy. And to back that up, Bryce, before the show, I, I, I said, have you looked at the Treasury, uh, the interest rates? And, and you said, well, not, not too much. And I said, the 10-year Treasury, which, by the way, folks, is the benchmark of, of, of yield. I mean, your, your mortgage rates, mm-hmm. your automobile rates are all based off of the 10-year Treasury. And um, back in August, just August, the 10-year Treasury yielded 0.5. That's a half of 1%. For 10 years, that's all you're going to get that's annually. It, every year. <laughs> It has gotten up to over 1.4%. Folks, that is huge. Essentially tripled, as you said. Almost tripled. What does that mean? Well, that means that next week or whenever you get your statements, if you're carrying bonds or bond funds, you're going to see a drop in those accounts. Probably a pretty significant drop. Uh, we're also going to see, you know, when you come in and you work with us, we do this analysis on your portfolio. You know, we do an analysis for how much in fees you're paying, and we do analysis for risk, how much risk you're you're paying. And one of the things that are a part of that analysis is we look at your mutual funds and we look at the turnover ratio. Turnover ratio means how mm-hmm. active the the fund manager is, how much buying and selling is going on. You're going to see, if you hold yes. bond funds, you're going to see triple-digit turnovers. Yes, you absolutely will. No question about it. In fact, I was just before the show doing show prep. I looked at the PIMCO total return bond fund, 763%. Not surprised on that yep. whatsoever. Yep. They are scrambling out there, folks. Yep. And what's that mean to them, Doug? Well, it means that the bond vigilantes out there are starting to sense a creeping of inflation. But I mean, why does somebody care how much trading is done in their bond mutual fund? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, because the more trading you do, this is common sense, the more expense that fund is going to endure, right? Trading is not free for the mutual fund, and they're going to pass those expenses on to the investors. And folks, if you have something like 700% trading, triple, well, let's say, let's just make it easy. Let's say that you've got 100% trading in a mutual fund. That's basically going to be about 1.7% 
off the top of return for you on that fund. So that means that the fund would therefore have to yield or the fund would have to grow at uh, 1.8% for you to see anything. So when you see 700% trading in a mutual fund, that's upwards of, um, I'm trying to do the math here in my head, that's upwards of around 9% that uh, right off the top that you don't earn in that mutual fund. So the mutual fund would have had done would have had to have had a return of 10% for you to see anything. That's why you should care. Yeah, let me just add this. If you've never had that kind of analysis done on your portfolio, why don't you take us up on our second opinion offer? It's one of the things we do. It, it is, and we love doing it. We do it for free. There's no obligation to you for it. And I promise you, it will be the most thorough retirement planning analysis you've ever gone through. I I agree it is. Uh, In fact, that's just one of about 10 reports that we do uh, during our formatting process for our clients so that they can see uh, tax situation, social security situation, retirement planning situation, all these different reports that we do. No cost, no obligation. The only, I, I will say there is an obligation. You have to obligate your time to come in and sit down with us. But that's it. There is no financial obligation for you to do, for us to do this for you. And uh, that meeting where we talk about uh, the turnover ratio on a mutual fund in your portfolio is in our second meeting. And that's why we call that the eye-opening meeting, because that is some scary numbers there sometimes for people. Yeah, we've even added uh, an extra piece of uh, information. I've uh, got a software package on uh all about your taxes, and we take a look at your tax, your 1040, you scan it into the software, it reads every single line of your 1040, and it pops out some information that's very, very informative and helps us guide uh, to building uh, you more tax-efficient retirement portfolios. So uh, take us up on the offer. All you got to do is call us, 336 336- 391-3409. 336-391-3409. We're located in Clemens. We also have an office in Charlotte, and we can also meet with you uh, virtually or by phone, too, if uh, these times you don't want to come into an office. We understand that, and we can accommodate that. You can also visit us on our website, www.thewealthguardians.com. So we've got a trivia question for you here before the break, and since we were talking a little bit about Rush earlier, Doug, this is our trivia question. You recognize this song. Oh, yeah. Most people out there recognize this song. The question is, what band was that? What Mm. band did that song? You know, I thought you were going to ask, what was his original theme song? Well, this is the one that he used for most of his years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, uh, I'm asking that. What what band was that? Ah, come on. Well, you're not going to answer it now anyway, but <laughs> we'll think about it over the break. Folks, stick around for us, and we will come back on the other side of the break, and we'll give you that answer. And we're going to have some more tax conversations about how to uh, mitigate your taxes in retirement. And... I hope that sounds interesting to you. Stick around. (laughs) And welcome back to the Wealth Guardians radio show, folks. Thank you for sticking around through the break. This is Bryce Payne in Chair 1, and Doug Ray is here with me in Chair 2, or maybe you're in Chair 1, I don't know. I got demoted. You got demoted? Well, I'm in the producer's chair. So, (laughs) Uh, folks, if you're out there and you're five to seven years from retirement 
and you want some extra assurance that you are making the best decisions for yourself and your family in retirement, then I've got good news for you. What we do here at the Wealth Guardians is we offer a no cost, no obligation, second review of your current portfolio and see if we can make any recommendations that might improve that so that you've got a better shot of retiring the job and keeping the paycheck. Again, no cost, no obligation, but the ball is in your court. You do got to pick up the phone and give us a call, 336-391-3409, 336-391-3409. Now, you can also go to our website, www.thewealthguardians.com, and reach out to us that way as well. And speaking of our website, uh, we're starting to bring in, uh, at the beginning of the second segment now, a, a website highlight. And so I want to bring to your attention something every week about our website and this week I'm going to bring it to your attention the media center tab so if you go to thewealthguardians.com in the upper right corner is a media center tab and if you click on that one of the things under there is our company videos and there's a lot of them but just to some ideas of what you could see there is uh, some talking that Doug does around why he got into this field in the first place uh, what his greatest fears are for our clients the importance of doing an annual review and stop right there. If you've never done an annual review with your advisor, that should be an issue for you. Uh, so the importance of annual reviews, uh, the necessity of having Roths in part of your uh, portfolio. So there's a lot of different topics there. You can click on those and there's other things in the media center as well. There's our podcasts, which are just all, all of these radio shows that we've done over the years. Um, they're lined up ready for you to listen to our back catalog. So again, 336-391-3409 or www.thewealthguardians.com. Now, before we went to the break, I asked a trivia question since we had talked about Rush Limbaugh earlier. This was his fade out in Fade In Song. Everybody recognizes it. If you listen to AM radio, you hear that all the time, but... You might also catch it from time to time if you listen to certain radio stations. That is an actual song. It's an actual band. And uh, the trivia question was, what band was that? Doug? I honestly don't have a clue. You don't have a clue. We stumped Doug there, folks. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of you out there will know that because you don't just listen to AM radio. You listen to the radio stations, and you'll hear that song come on every now and again. That was The Pretenders with the song My City Was Gone huh. off of the album Learning to Crawl, the first album that they did uh, in 1984 after two of the band members had passed away. And that's probably one of the most recognizable bass tunes doon, 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 that you'll ever hear out there. And the that pretenders. was that was Pete Farndon who wrote that bass line. And he passed away before they ever got to record the song. So they did record it, but after the lineup had changed. I got to see them in 1984 at Red Rocks. Okay. One of the, one of the earlier concerts that I had seen. Well, Bryce, I take my hat off to you. That was a good trivia question. Every time I hear it out there, every time I hear Rush Limbaugh playing, I'm like, oh, there's, there's the Pretenders. Used to be my favorite <laughs> band. Absolutely. All right, Doug. So we are going to talk now in our second segment, the 2021 Tax 
tips recap. And so as you're getting ready to file 2020 taxes, if you already filed, good for you. Maybe, and maybe not, actually. We can talk about that. Uh, 2020 taxes, and look ahead to the rest of this year's tax implications. Let's cover some of the changes that you need to be aware of and answer some important tax questions. So, Doug, I'm going to throw some tax questions out here to you and see uh, what your response is to them. Okay. Let's talk <clears throat> stimulus payments. Uh, a lot of us have gotten stimulus payments, and that was based on what our income was from 2019. And um, actually, the first check might have been from 2018, your income from 2018. But uh, are the stimulus payments uh, that folks are receiving this year, are they taxable? And uh, will they impact the returns in any way? Well, has the government ever given you anything and then turned around and taken it away from you? All the time. <laughs> actually, no, these are not taxable. They are uh, basically called a rebate, and uh, you will not be taxed on your, uh, your stimulus check. Good news. You just gave yeah. everybody out there some good news. Yeah. Thank you for the good that? news, Doug. What about um, if you received unemployment checks? Unemployment checks are taxable. Yeah, they so are. It's just like income. Okay, but the stimulus checks are not. We've gotten two now, and there's rumors in the works that maybe there'll be a third one coming toward us. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens up there in D.C. What a mess. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. All right, the next one, tax brackets. So the question is, are the tax brackets for 2020's filing different from 2019? We've been given a series of workshops um, on uh, uh, taxes and proposed uh, the Biden tax changes and so forth. And, uh, in fact, uh, I gave an actual in-person talk uh, last week to a uh, community down in uh, Fort Mill, which is a uh, Sun City community. It's the first time in a year they've been able to, to get into their uh, community center. And wow. don't you know, nothing worked. Oh, is that right? <laughs> it was a mess. Uh. But the bottom line is we went over this, uh, and the tax brackets uh, are going to stay the same uh, for 2020's tax return as it was for 19. And in fact, what we think we know about the Biden's uh, administration's tax proposals, the brackets themselves will probably stay the same. It's just the they may shrink the income inside the brackets to, to fit more people in larger brackets. So if you made 50000 last year, that might have put you in the 22% tax bracket. Yeah. But this time it might put you in the 24% yeah, tax yeah, bracket. Something like something that. Something like that. I'm just yeah. using round numbers. Okay, very good. Uh, that's, that's interesting about the community center not working because that is their lifeblood in those types of uh, villages. Yeah, but, you know, again, because of COVID, they hadn't yeah. even been able to be in the thing for a year. and. You know, it's like anything else. You let electronics sit around and, and not do anything with them. You know, there's going to be gremlins that kind of go sleep in there. I wonder if the pickleball still work, though. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about uh, extra charity here. Now, part of the CARES Act uh, allows you to deduct up to $300 in donations, even if you choose the standard deduction, but could be a little bit extra savings for someone. So you could basically what they've done is they've allowed you to take an extra $300 if you're giving that money to charity. But, Doug, uh, let's talk about the best way to give to charity, particularly uh, from your qualified accounts? Yeah, if, if you folks are taking a required minimum distribution from it and you don't need your RMD uh, to spend or invest or whatever you want to do with it, if you are giving to charity, here's a great idea. Let's say you got a $5,000 RMD, okay. and let's say you want to give that to your church or 
favorite charity, and you're in the 22% bracket. Well, that $5,000, if you take that RMD, it goes on your 1040, and then you turn around and you give it to charity, then most likely, unless you can itemize, you're not going to be able to take advantage of that deduction. In essence, it's going to cost you something in the neighborhood of about $6,400 to give $5,000 away. Got it. Here's a better idea. Have your IRA custodian send your RMD directly to your favorite charity. That way it skips your 1040 entirely. Your favorite charity gets the full $5,000. It still counts as your RMD. And you're not out one thousand four hundred dollars exactly. in taxes. Exactly. It's just the difference of the RMD coming to you, going into your checking account, and then you write a check to your charity. That's going to cost you six thousand four hundred. Or if you say your your IRA is at Fidelity, and you just tell Fidelity, "Hey, I need to take out my RMD, but send the check straight to my church or wherever," then there's they get that full five thousand, and there's not an extra one thousand four hundred cost to you. Yep. And you know just. Uh, you know, run this by your CPA or your your accountant. It's called a QCD, Qualified, Qualified Charitable, Charitable Distri- Distribution. 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 Yeah, distribution. Dis- okay. A QCD. Make it simple for you. A <laughs> QCD. Why do we say it out loud? <laughs> All right. Very good. Well, talking about RMDs, Doug, let's talk a little bit about uh, the change that happened in 2020 for RMDs. Yeah. So last year, because of uh, the COVID and the lockdown of the economy, the government suspended the requirement to take the required minimum distribution. That was true of both uh, uh, your accounts and any inherited accounts out there. But uh, so far, uh, we haven't heard that that suspension is going to roll into this year, so I'd be prepared to take your RMD. Remember that RMD is based on the December 31st value of all of your retirement accounts. Of the prior year. Of the the prior year. So, and you must take it uh, this year before December 31st. You can take it any way you want as a lump sum. You can have monthly distributions, whatever you want to do with it. Very good. All right. Thanks for that information. Let's talk about a home office. Now, a lot of people ended up working from home. Even uh, we here, uh, Wealth Guardians, ended up working from home a little bit more than we usually do. A lot of people ended up working from home and uh, might end up still working from home. I know a lot of companies out there are saying, hey, this wasn't such a bad idea. This saves us some overhead ourselves. But um, with so many people in that situation, a lot of people are wondering if they can write off some of the expenses for, say, a home office or the Internet, if they have to have Internet for um, being able to, uh, to communicate with their clients or whatnot. And they might not have had that in the first place. Doug, talk a little bit about how uh, how that uh, might affect people. Yeah, it reminds me. I took some um, clothes into to my cleaners a few weeks ago, and I was asking him how he was doing. And uh, you know, cleaners have been hard hit because so many people are working from home. And ah, I never yeah, thought of yeah, that one. Okay, he kind of he kind of <laughs> chuckled. He said, "Yeah, we're okay." He said, "Yesterday, this guy brings in thirty five dress shirts and a pair of shorts, and he says, I got to have those shirts back tomorrow. That's my Zoom uniform.'" in shorts (laughs) so can you write your home office uh, off your tax return Uh, clearly if you're an independent contractor you know self-employed you certainly can Uh, some of it or all of it 
I'm not clear on if you are a W-2 employee working from home, if any or all of that office can be written off. Please check with your CPA or tax advisor. Okay, sounds good. There is a likelihood that that would be the case because I would think you can some, write you can sure. write off if you have to buy a business suit or whatnot, and you're a W two employee. You can write that cost off as an as a business expense as long as it, if you're trying to itemize. So I don't know why you wouldn't be able to write off some other things that are the expenses. But again, we're not tax attorneys here, so like you say, check in with your CPA. It's your, your Zoom uniform. The right? Zoom uniform. Okay. Well, folks, uh, we're running out of time here, but let's uh, let's plug one more time uh, our phone number three three six three nine one. 3409-336-391-3409. If you want to reach out to us and get a second opinion on your current portfolio and see if there's any ways you might be able to improve your portfolio and thus improve your retirement picture, that is what we do. It is no cost, no obligation to sit down with us. We would look forward to sitting down with you and seeing what help or services we could provide. Other than that, we want to wish you all a uh, very happy weekend and uh, best again to Tiger Woods out there. And Doug, you have a good weekend as well. You too, Bryce. All right. Take care, folks. We'll see you next week.